Working hard, doing something at an excellent level will never fail you. You will always improve. And if you do that in the business that you work in or any other area of your life, that will only improve your life financially and otherwise. Welcome to Grow Time, where we explore the principles behind living a high-performance life. My name is Kenneth Ott, and this is episode number one. Real quick, I want to use this episode to give you a little bit of an overview of what we're planning to cover on this show. My hope is that this show is an inspiration around living a better, more successful, high-performance life where you multiply everything you have, business, health, wealth, spiritually, mentally, physically. That is what my life is about. And, uh, and this show is really my exploration of the various principles of success that I've found, the good things, the, the difficult things, the failures, the successes, um, and my, my goal is to share those. I grew up in a Christian household. My dad was a pastor, actually a pastor in downtown Brooklyn, in, in, a, in not the cool place, part of Brooklyn where everyone thinks it's cool right now. It's actually the really difficult part, right, where like we'd get shot at the church van would get like bullet holes in it every once in a while as you're driving through these neighborhoods. And I grew up with this strong faith in my life. And that is a big part of the success or any of the success that I've seen. Now, I haven't seen all the success in the world, but I've seen some. And my goal is to share that with you. And also my goal is to like share what I'm learning as I'm going through pursuing the next levels that I'm actually meant to be going after. I mention that because there are principles that are faith-related, that help in the success of other things in life, specifically business success or any achievement that you may be going after. And I've found that to be the case. So I started my first business in high school. I continued. That led me to actually Nashville, Tennessee. And now I run several businesses. And I only say this to say, what am I qualified to talk about? All right, I only want to talk about things that I'm qualified to talk about, right? And this is not boasting or anything like that. But I, I've been able to run several, several businesses over the period of, of my life. I've been able to uh, be part of funded startups and exits. I currently run a business called Medicake, which you may know of, and maybe that's even how you found this show. It's the core of everything that, that I do, particularly that's in the e-commerce and business consulting space, right? So we help everything from $100 million brands to you know brands that are starting up really build a real business using the e-commerce channel. So if you want to learn more about that, you can go to metacake.com. That's M-E-T-A-C-A-K-E.com to learn more about that. And the way you can remember it is I never met a cake I didn't love. And that's the, true for me. That's why I can't have cake. But I, I started many businesses over my life so far and currently I own several. And I've learned what works. I learned what doesn't. And I certainly am learning currently a lot of what works and what doesn't even at the next level. I've been able to get to basically financial freedom early in my life, like in my, well, I say relatively early in my 30s, and that was through business. And I just believe business is such a powerful tool for creating life that you want. And it's not for everyone. I, I say business because it may not be business ownership, but working hard, doing something at an excellent level will never fail you. You will always improve. And if you do that, in the business that you work in or the business that you own or the business that you're starting or any other area of your life that will only 
improve your life financially and otherwise. And so I've been able to achieve that. I've got a beautiful little family and we have a packed schedule. And the reason I say these things is I actually found it really hard to run and lead a team of people, run a business or several businesses, lead, lead a team of people, and then also lead a family and all that kind of comes with that. And, and it's really a balance because some people say, well, you shouldn't work long because you got to be with your family. And that comes first, right? Family comes first. Well, it's a balance. They both have to be in absolute balance. That balance was really, really hard. And I found it, I didn't go to one side or the other. I, f- I felt like I needed to keep those both in balance. And for me, that took a lot of energy and it became very, very difficult. What held me through that were two things. And this is why I'm saying that this is important. What I learned that period of time is I needed a lot of energy, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. And so my, 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 my relationship with God and my fitness, which was part of my life forever, became really, really important. Okay. I chose to be the fittest that I ever have been in my life. And so my goal is to become more healthy as I grow older. And I can definitely say that right now, I'm the healthiest and the fittest and the best shape that I've ever been. Now, I enjoy those things, right? I enjoy lifting weights. I enjoy working out. I enjoy playing sports. I enjoy uh, dialing in nutrition and eating the right amount of protein and all that kind of stuff, right? I've always enjoyed that. Even though I enjoy it, it's really hard and sometimes it becomes a chore. So it doesn't mean it's easy just because I enjoy it, but it's important. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't have the energy to give to these different things. I wouldn't show up in the state that I need need to show up at when you know you go through an entire day where you're leading a team and then you come home and you have to, not have to, but you want to and have to show up for your family. So a connection with God is the other thing that helps those two things stay in balance, business and family. If I didn't have that connection with God, I wouldn't have the wisdom and the spiritual fitness like the emotional steadiness that was is required to actually keep those things in balance and to the best of my ability. And by no stretch do I get it right every single time or have I gotten it right every single time. But the ability to desire that and the ability to focus on that and the, and the ability for most of the time to be doing my best at keeping those things balanced so that I'm being a good leader of my household, that comes from that spiritual connection. This show is meant to inspire and to show you the principles that I've learned to talk them through. And to that end, I wanna say, who is this best for? Well, I would say this, like, if you desire to live a high-performance life, if you're ambitious, if you go home and you don't watch your latest Netflix show, not that that's bad, but your desire is to go home and like learn about the thing that you've been trying to figure out like and work on that thing. If that's you, then this, this show is for you. If you believe that unused potential is like wrong, if you've got a skill and you haven't maximized its potential that doesn't feel good to you, this is for you. And this is not because I'm the best at everything. This is just my learnings over the course of my journey. And I've had some great successes and I've had some great failures and I'm still actually trying to figure it out. But if your desire is to maximize that potential and, and not leave any unused at the end of the day, this show may be for you. If you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, 
if you're a leader, if you're someone that has a lot of responsibilities and you're pulled in a million directions, I think this show is for you. At least that's who I'm thinking about when I'm, when I'm creating these things because I can relate to that. That is me in a lot of ways, and it's a, it's a challenge to balance those things. If you want financial freedom, if you want physical fitness, if you want business success, if you're struggling and you can't get ahead in your business, right? You're in a business, but it's just struggling. You're actually chained to it. Maybe you've built a business for freedom and actually you ended up building a prison. You built a business to be free and you actually built a treadmill that you can't get off of. This could be for you. Uh, if you aren't physically, mentally, and emotionally fit, and you believe that that is important for living the life that you were called to live, this show is for you. Because I believe we were made by a God that loves us and that made all good things and all those good things are for us, right? He didn't make the bad things for us. The bad things are there and doesn't mean you're gonna get, uh, everything's gonna be great all the time, but he loves us and he made the good things for his people. And why? I believe he's actually shown us how to achieve those things with principles that he's woven into the universe. Okay, so we're going to explore what I believe are like principles and laws like that are literally the same as gravity that have been woven into the universe, the principles of success. At the end of the day, my core belief is that uh, our job is to be fruitful and multiply as human beings. And being fruitful means creating fruit. You're like a tree and a tree is meant to create fruit, right? An apple tree exists, it's meant to create apples. If it doesn't create those apples, it's a really bad apple tree, horrible apple tree. And when it creates those apples, right? The apples aren't for the tree. The apples are for other things, like other people, right? So your fruit is for somebody else. That's powerful. And that's, that's really, that changed my perspective when I started considering it that way. And so if you have talents, you're not using them. They're not meant for you. They may give you fulfillment, but they give you fulfillment when you use them. They're meant for other people. Fruit is meant for other people. Also, fruit is endless. An apple tree doesn't stop making apples until it dies, right? There's not, a, there's a, an infinite number of apples. In fact, every apple it makes has seeds in it, which actually makes more apple trees, right? And so it's like actually exponential as it gets consumed. Be fruitful, right? That's exponential expansion. Like you need to create the things you were meant to create and do them with excellence. That's what I believe. And then multiply. And multiply, I believe, means to expand everything. Everything that is good, all the talents that you have, all the things that you're given. Like if you have a business, your job is to multiply that business. Now you have to do it in ways that are aligned with the best interest of the people around you. Or again, if you're a believer, if you're a God follower with aligned with God honoring principles, right? Just because that's how you're going to be successful, right? Because ultimately, if you're not aligning it with cultural principles and character and morality and honesty and ethics and all these different things, then it's going to backfire. It might get a short-term gain, but a long-term loss. If you're in a business, your job is to multiply every part of it. That means make it extremely successful. If you're given anything, 
you should become wealthy with that. Now, wealth can be a really bad thing, right? It can actually be a really bad thing if you don't have some of the protections and wisdom around that wealth, right? Living small, I believe, is sinful. And multiplying everything you have is your duty. I believe that. So if you believe that, then hopefully this show is for you. I wanted to kind of end this kind of intro episode with with a little kind of thought that you can kind of walk away with because this is not about me at all. And I just kind of wanted to give you an overview just so that you could see and hear maybe some of the things, like if you can relate to these things, maybe this show might be useful to you. But I want to talk about mission. And because this is kind of like the uh, first episode, I'll mention the importance of a mission. We hear companies all the time talk about their mission statements and all these different things, and some are genuine and some aren't. But I think it's lost its meaning a little bit. I want to talk about your personal mission. There's a verse in Proverbs that says, without vision, the people perish. I believe vision and mission and purpose and all these things are basically the same thing or versions of the same thing. But when you don't have vision, when you don't know where you're going in life, and especially if you're an entrepreneur, you know the difference between knowing where you're going and knowing what's going to happen and pursuing that and wandering. I want to encourage you to pursue a personal mission. And by that, that would mean focusing daily on what your mission in life is. What, what might it be? And by the way, that changed over time and it doesn't have to be written in stone. I want to encourage you to pursue a personal mission. And with that, I'll share my personal mission. By the way, so this is something that only came recently. I just crossed 40 years old and, um, and I've been pursuing and in spiritual terms, I've been waiting. I've been talking to God. I've been focusing on for years, like what is, what's the reason that I'm meant to exist here? And in the last couple of years, like about 18 months ago, it got really foggy and gray. Again, I run a couple of businesses and I just felt like I was not getting the fulfillment. I was not getting the traction that I thought I was supposed to be getting. I wasn't maximizing my potential in the ways that I felt like I should, but I also didn't know directionally like what, what the purpose of certain things were. So I just did the exercise of writing out a mission statement. And um, this is going to sound, and by the way, yours should sound like you're Superman or like Superwoman. A mission statement shouldn't be small. Like a mission statement shouldn't be timid. A mission statement is like a bold statement that you need to, or that you believe that you can live up to or you're aspiring towards. And by the way, it changes over time. It changes with companies. I've written millions of missions, maybe not millions, thousands of millions of mission statements for companies. And so it changes over time. And I think a personal one does, but rarely do people write personal mission statements. And I think this exercise is really powerful because having direction is a game changer for everything you do. It aligns what you would do and what you wouldn't do. It's like the litmus test. Would I do this or this? I'm offered this, this job, right? Do I do that job or this job? I would encourage you in your mission statement to write it out with some characteristics like principles or elements of your character that you want to live up to so that if you're in a situation where uh, you might be tempted to do something the wrong way, maybe the dishonest way, your mission statement might, might remind you 
you know, of what you're actually about and might pull you back. It does a whole lot of things. It gives purpose, it gives vision and direction, and it can get clearer over time. Belief is a superpower. If you believe beyond the shadow of a doubt something's gonna happen, the probability of that happening is much higher. It's proven over many, many, many years, like centuries, right? You see this throughout history, you see this throughout championship athletes, you see this throughout successful people. A mission statement is an opportunity for you to establish a belief, and that belief is more likely to bring about that outcome. It creates faith because there's a promise in it, right? If you're, if you're a God follower and you use your connection with God, with your, your relationship with him to align you in the purpose that he has made for you, the mission that you have on this planet, right? To help you find that. Once you start to uncover that, right? And I mean uncover it because it's not, for most of us, like at least for me, it's never been like just dropped in my lap, but it's just sort of like indicators that I feel compelled about. And so with that, I'll just share my mission statement. Like I said, it should be bold. And maybe mine's not bold enough now that I'm now talking here, but here's my mission statement. I wrote this out just recently and I'm still, still honing it, but my mission is to live a high performance and a God-honoring life and inspire and teach others to do the same, to pursue the potential that God has given me with all of my heart. Okay, we talked about that idea of potential. My goal is that I have no potential stone unturned inside of me at the end. Someone taught me this, the rocking chair technique, right? So you imagine yourself sitting on a rocking chair at the end of your life, you know, on a porch, looking back. And what would you regret or what would you be proud of? You probably wouldn't regret that time that you posted something or put yourself out there and it failed and it was shameful. That situation, while painful in the moment, probably wouldn't be something that you would even think about. But if you had felt this urge to do something and never tried and done it, maybe you were scared, maybe you felt like you weren't ready, that would be something that you would regret. At least for me, that would be a big regret. Like That'd be something like, man, I cannot believe I didn't do that. I had an opportunity. I didn't take it. So that would be one of those things. I use that technique to help figure out how do I, for me, make sure that I've maximized all my potential or at least pursued the maximization of all my potential? And it's hard because it really takes time and time is an investment and time is often something that you sell for not a lot of money or for, for other things, you know, but for less valuable things than time. And you waste time watching Netflix and all kinds of stuff, which by the way, I watch Netflix too sometimes, but that's my mission statement. To live a high performance life, a God honoring life, pursue the potential that God's given me with all my heart and inspire and teach others to do the same. So that's my goal with this show, with this podcast is to help you do that. So here's some tips on crafting your mission statement or finding it. It's four steps. Number one, think about all the talents that you have. Like what are the things that you have? For me, like I was, uh, I was, I'm analytical. I'm highly disciplined because I'm half German, by the way. That's why uh, it's not always a good thing. But uh, I can be highly disciplined or rigid. I'm also very creative, so I played a lot of instruments and these kind of things. I enjoy certain aspects of things, like I enjoy things like fitness and working out, and you know, I, my desires are in certain places, like pursuing businesses and those kind of things. I have the ability to learn things very, very quickly. 
Um, and so these are some of my talents, right? And there are things that I'm not talented at that I've had to like work really hard to be good at. So I only have a handful of talents, right? Look at your talents and look at your passions. Like, what are you, what are your top three talents or top five talents? You probably have a lot. And uh, what are your passions? Like, what do you like doing? What do you enjoy doing? What do you get fulfillment out of? Like, if you didn't have, have to worry about money, what would you do? Okay, so what are your passions? Like that intersect with the third, which is your position. So talents, passion, and position. So position would be like, where are you right now? Are you working at this company over here? Are you in school still? Are you at home? Are you, whatever your position is, the intersect of those three things might be the start of where you look to create your mission statement of where you use that intersect as the starting point. Like where do those things bring you? What do you feel like you're meant to do because of those situations? Like just be a third person, like be, be step outside yourself, look at those things analytically and say, what does it look like this person's meant to do? I mean, I believe God created you this way. So um, those are indicators of what you're meant to do. It's unlikely that he gave you all these talents and you're supposed to do something completely outside of that, the, the skill set of those talents, all right? That doesn't mean that you don't have to learn more skills and potentially learn more talents. But to me, I'm like, if you make a hammer, it's meant to hit nails, right? You don't make a hammer and then teach it to saw wooden half, right? That's obviously oversimplifying human beings, but humans, I think, are created a similar way where you've got these certain unique traits, right? So that's how I would start looking at it. And then the fourth thing is, again, if you're a believer, and even if you're not, maybe you consider how you focus on this idea of waiting on God, like listening for a word. You got to ruminate on these things. You got to like chew on these things. You have to focus on them. And maybe even ask God to show you what you're called to be on this planet, like what your mission is, or at least the starting point, because it'll probably adjust over time. And as he does, and as you do, I'll tell you, when you get that word, you will feel like you can run through a brick wall. And I believe when you see successful, successful people anywhere, take Michael Jordan, take Steve Jobs, whoever, Elon Musk, you see these successful people, the reason they're successful the reason they're able to achieve amazing things. Now, sometimes they achieve it and they sacrifice, they have great sacrifice, which you would maybe not want. Like, I think both, I think I know Steve Jobs sacrificed a lot of his family, right? He, he doesn't ha didn't have relationships with them. So it may not be the sacrifice that you want. That's why I believe it. The godly aspect to it is a really important one because I think it's the way to avoid that happening. If you look at any of these people, I believe the reason why they're able to achieve these things is because they have a belief so strong in their mission and what their purpose is that they're willing to run through anything to get there. And they do. Maybe not the same way, but wouldn't it be powerful to have that same belief system inside of you? To have that idea of like, this is what I'm meant to do here. Like, I think there's this feeling that it might have to be incredibly grand. This is something that you'd probably never have to share with anyone. It needs to be just simply genuine. Like it has to come from your soul. And when it does, and it's just genuine, it, is, it, it just is what it is. There is no, it's not good or bad. It just gives you direction. And it maybe just gives you direction for now. When you have that, I think you'll have that ability to move forward with confidence and then actually get purpose. And then hopefully when you're on that rocking chair later in life, you can look back and not have the regrets of not doing something or doing something the wrong way or wasting your life. 
because that's the worst regret, I think. I hope this helps you live a better high-performance, more God-honoring life. I hope you got something out of this today. If you want to learn anything more about me, you can visit kennethott.com or kenott.com. That's O-T-T, K-E-N-O-T-T.com. And I'd love to chat with you. Feel free to drop me a message. Until next time, thanks and never stop growing.